0: Macworld Podcast number 226 for January 19th, 2011. Welcome to another Macworld Podcast. I'm Chris Breen. Next week is a big one for those who use and love Apple technology because next week is the beginning of Macworld Expo in San Francisco. To talk about what will happen next week, I'm joined by the guy who runs the show, Paul Kent. He talks venue programs, sessions, feature presentations, community, and vendors. Before we move to that interview, I'll offer our best wishes to Steve Jobs. As you've likely heard, he's taken a medical leave, leaving Tim Cook to run the day-to-day operations at Apple. Here's hoping for a speedy recovery. And now, to Macworld Expo. I'm joined by IDG Vice President and General Manager of Macworld 2011 and my buddy pal from the Macworld All-Star Band, Mr. Paul Kent. How you doing, Paul?
1: I'm doing great, Chris. Great to be back with you.
0: It's great to have you here. So we're now a week away from the beginning of Expo. Plans are in place, and I thought it would be a good time to explore some of those plans. So let's start with the details of where and when.
1: Got it. So this year, we'll be all in Moscone's West Hall, which is the newest of the three Moscone Halls there on the corner of uh, 4th and Howard Street. Um, West has three floors. The first floor will be the expo, second floor will be the feature presentations, and the third floor will be the conference sessions. And we'll be there from the 26th to the 29th of January.
0: Okay. Now – I haven't seen a lot of West. When I go in there, it's just generally divided up into tiny conference rooms. But you're opening it up. So how big is that show floor on the first floor?
1: Well, the show floor will be – we'll have about 30,000 square feet of exhibitors. It's uh, The number of exhibitors and the amount of space the exhibit floor is going to take up is going to end up being slightly bigger than what we had last year. So the layout is a little bit different. The hall is beautiful. It's brand new. It's got nice amenities like, you know, internet in the in the lobbies and those types of things. And, you know, it's really kind of the preferred hall there. And for the size that Macworld has become, it's really perfect that we can have everything in one hall and fill it up in a nice way. Last year, as you remember, we had the conferences over in West, but the expo over in north, it required a little bit of going outside to go between the halls. This year, everything vertically integrated into one hall is going to be really nice.
0: Okay. Well, last year, you proved that Expo could work without Apple attending, and you got good attendance and a lot of positive buzz. So what are your goals for this year's show?
1: Well, early Expo pre-registration attendance is up significantly. We're looking at a lot more attendees this year. People really enjoyed the new format last year. They enjoyed the new features You know, we had this mobile app area that was very popular, Um, the ability to kind of make your way through the hall and see all the exhibitors that you wanted to see. So a lot of things about Macworld proved to be a very good format from last year that we're going to be replicating to a great degree. Um, The show will be slightly bigger in terms of number of exhibitors that will be there and slightly bigger in terms of amount of square foot that we'll offer. Some exhibitors have taken some uh, larger spaces. A lot of new exhibitors, this time about 37%. Right, right, roughly about 37% uh, of the exhibitors are first time ever to Macworld, which we're really excited about. New blood is always a really good thing for any kind of an event, and Macworld attendees really love seeing new products. And so we got a bunch of new companies to show them this year. Um, Mobile app area is going to be huge. It's going to be, remember last year when we did mobile apps, it was a week after the iPad was announced, and so there weren't any iPad specific apps. Um, now, you know, we'll, we're able to show apps that, uh, that of course iOS works on both, de- both devices, but, um, apps that are, uh, purpose built for the iPad or just are more enjoyable to use on the iPad as well as on the iPhone. So the mobile app area is going to be humming again.
0: Okay. And yeah, because last year that mobile app area was really crowded. I mean, there were a lot of people that you wanted to see in there and it was hard to get to them because people were stacked up for deep. So they've got a little more elbow room this time. That's right. All right. Now, what about the mix between iOS developers and macOS developers?
1: I'd say that it roughly mirrors what Apple's marketplace is. So, you know, uh, Apple's marketplace is about one third Mac now, macOS 10 business. And that's roughly about the relationship of software vendors on the show floor. About one third of the total software vendors are macOS 10, you know, know, Mac developers. And probably two thirds the number of companies are going to be iOS developers.
0: Okay. Now, I also noticed when I've been to the uh, website, which is macworldexpo.com, I see a lot of uh, emphasis on the iPad, that some of the um, videos that you have uh, promoting the show have uh, iPads on them rather than iPhones. So how much more important is iPad than iPhone this year, or is it simply iOS-focused?
1: Well, the answer is both. I mean, we certainly have a lot of iPad-specific content. We have whole tracks in our conference conference um area that are going to be on ipad usage um there's a lot of accessory companies uh and not just cases and bags but also you know plug-in accessories that um that are for the ipad i i, I would say i would say this year ipad is going to be a bigger story than iphone at the show
0: Mm-hmm. yeah Expo can be more than just visiting vendors. I mean, if you have the the show floor pass, you can see lots of vendors and interact with other Mac users. But a lot of this is about training as well. So I know you've been looking for fresh ideas for training this year. So what kind of conference sessions are new?
1: Well, let me talk a little bit about the format of the training. The way that training works at Macworld is the day before the expo opens, we run a series of full-day workshops. Uh, And these full-day workshops are really interesting. So we have – Presentation magic, for example, with Les Posen, how to use all forms of keynote keynote on the iPad, keynote on the Mac. Uh, So, a full day of kind of in depth, intensive uh, training on how to use keynote. And we have several um, full day workshops that are like that. Derek Story teaching one on photo management, Ben Waldy teaching one on AppleScript, um, how to be a Photoshop power user for under $100 with David Biedney. A lot on photography, a lot on video, a lot on Mac power usage. So the first part of, of, our, of our educational program are these pre-event workshops. They're full-day workshops, and that's on the 26th of January. From the 27th to the 29th of January, we run a few different programs, and they're at all different price points. We run something called Super Sessions, which are two-hour intensives, which my good friend Chris Breen is going to be teaching the iPad power user techniques on an iPad uh, session uh, we 've got one on music we 've got uh, a few others as well in addition we 've got our users' conference, which is several tracks over over eighty sessions in total uh, that cover a wide range of things how to be a mac power user we have sessions for educators, sessions for small business people, sessions for uh, people who use creative tools as both hobbies or in a professional endeavor so our user conference is really you know, about a thousand people will take training in our user conference is a really very broad uh, set of topics uh, that at any one time you have about eight to choose from. Um, so there's a lot going on in our educational area of the user conference. And then we also, also offer a conference for uh, uh, IT and enterprise professionals called Mac IT. So these are kind of the hardcore, if your organization has, has say, over 50 Macs or iPads, uh, these are the people who are figuring out how to manage them in large organizations. Uh, and it's a, n- another very successful training event. Uh, we get people from all over the world coming to take training in our Mac IT event.
0: Yeah, I've noticed as a presenter, and I've been doing this a long time, that um, when Apple left, and I know a lot of people were sorry to see them go, at least in terms of our training, that gave us a little more freedom to do some things than we've been able to do in the past. For example, um, Ben Long and I are going to be doing a, a session about converting media for iOS devices. And five years ago, I'm not sure if that would have flown.
1: I think that's part of the overall change in flavor of what Macworld is about. So, you know, when, when Macworld was involved in the show, they had quite a bit of input uh, to kind of give direction as to the types of things they thought would represent their platform best that, since they were participating in the event, which makes total sense. I mean, you know, they were like, "This is we're Apple. This is what we want an Apple styled event to feel like, and this is the type of information we think people really need to know. In the absence of Apple, really, we're kind of back to that grassroots type of what are the kind of kind of hobbyist gadgety type applications, and we could talk about some of the unauthorized um, uses for some of the, for media and for and for uh, some of the um, hardware. A good example is. We have Kyle Wiens from iFixit It is going to be doing one of our feature presentations. He's going to be taking apart an iPad and a Mac and talking about the um, the chipsets and the technology that's inside of these things. Again, something we never would have done when Apple was participating in the event, but it's going to be really fun and interesting for people who do attend this year.
0: Yeah. Well, so you mentioned the feature, feature presentation. So what other presentations do you have
1: lined up? Well, this proved to be a huge part of the flavor of the event last year. So – I'd like to think that Macworld is a very uh, content-intensive event. You know, in addition to booths, on the show floor, we have a lot of training. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But also, we put together this feature presentation program, a bunch of very interesting people. It's in our big room, about 2,000 people attend these each. And this is where we kind of spread out and kind of get some of the you know, celebrity aspects of Macworld and some of the kind of broader things of interest. So our feature presenters this year, we're going to start out on Thursday afternoon – we have longtime friend of the Apple industry, Sinbad, is going to be doing part performance, you know, part stand-up comedy, but he's also going to be talking about his use of technology as a creative professional, how he uses Macs uh, in his everyday life. He's got a lot of really, you know, insightful thoughts um, about how these tools really free people to explore their creativity, and so it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, we're going to be a lot of laughs, but I think there's also going to be some nuggets of interest um, from Sinbad, a different perspective certainly. But I'm looking forward to getting the conference kind of kicked off with that. And then we have a couple of great musicians who are going to be doing part performance, but also part technology demonstration. The two musicians that I selected this year, they're both technologists as well. So Jordan Rudess, who's the keyboard player for the band Dream Theater. Dream Theater is kind of like, uh, for those who don't know about Dream Theater, Dream Theater would be like what yes was to you and I when we were growing up, kind of that progressive rock, a lot of notes, a lot of really um, interesting melodies, very complicated music, almost kind of classically uh, influenced music. Um, He's really one of the renowned, after Chris Breen, one of the renowned (laughs) keyboard players in the world, Juilliard at the age of nine. Wow. Um, But in addition to performing, he's also a very proficient iPad developer. His music app is called MorphWiz, Fantastic. So we'll get part piano performance, part um, um, technology music explanation. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Jordan's a great guy, really uh, interested in the Apple community, uh, and he's looking forward to being with us. So that's going to be really cool. And then we have Zoe Keating, who's a classical cellist, but also an interface designer by trade. And Zoe has developed a bunch of interesting technologies that kind of trigger a virtual orchestra that supports her while she performs, and so again, part performance by an accomplished musician, but part technology demonstration that I think will be really be interesting to everybody.
0: Yeah.
1: So those are the musical parts. We have a couple more. We have uh, Nathan Shedroff is going to be talking about the history of interface design in science fiction films. He's going to be talking about everything from, gosh, how did they how did they come up with the idea to do video conferencing in the Flash Gordon films? When what was there to model that on? Yeah, right. All the way through, you know, the, the touch interface in Minority Report, um, you know, the the, the uh, process control in Jurassic Park. So, kind of tracing the use of, of computer technology interface design in science fiction films from the '40s all the way up till today. So, I think that's going to be really uh, popular. Most uh, Mac fans are also science fiction fans, so I think that will be pretty cool as well. And then, like I said. Kyle Wiens will be taking apart a couple of things for everybody to see what's inside your favorite Apple devices. And then Shelley Hall will be hosting a panel called Tech Girls, which is all about the opportunities that are available for women in technology. So I think that's a pretty well-rounded You know, – we've got some entertainment, we've got some comedy, we've got some music, we've got some inside a Mac, we've got some science fiction films. I think it's a pretty interesting and certainly well-rounded feature presentation lineup.
0: Very cool. Now, the day before the uh, show floor opens – you're creating an interesting presentation. This is something you haven't done before. Could you explain what that is?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, Macworld is a place where this entity called the the third party Apple products market has gotten together for 27 years to talk about how to do business. A lot of it has been informal, and so I've launched a new event called the Macworld Industry Forum. And the goal of the Macworld Industry Forum is to bring together people who basically make a living in the Apple products market, whether you're a developer, uh, you might be a journalist, a blogger, podcaster, um, anyone who's trying to basically satellite around Apple who doesn't give us a lot of information. um, This event is going to try and share some information and stimulate some conversations that hopefully will help everybody be more successful. So I've got a bunch of customers in uh, some key product categories coming to talk about the state of uh, implementation of Apple products in their vertical markets. Mike Lawrence, who's the executive director of Q Computer Using Educators, he'll be talking about what's going on with school districts and school educational institutions um, implementing Apple technology. How fast it's going? How much are iPods being uh, are being utilized in, in educational curriculums? iPads? Um, um, you know, what are they doing for backroom servers uh, now? Um, how much has has the, the process of education automated and where is it going? Mm-hmm. These are going to be a day of 20-minute quick hit, what you need to know about my particular world type presentations. And we've got really interesting ones. We've got one, all the creative endeavors. We've got one on the state of being a creative director uh, in 2011, music, photography, video. Alex Lindsay will be doing the state of video, both like the state of technology today and also, what are the technologies that are shaping this product category in the future? So it, we have a bunch of customers talking about what they know. And then we have a bunch of industry analysts who are kind of taking a look at some key aspects of the marketplace and sharing where things are going. Jason Snell, for example, will be talking, giving a, an analysis of what can we extract from Apple's processes about how they do product announcements. So I think the goal is to give people a lot of information, provide a lot of time for uh, business networking. And hopefully spur some conversations that will help people be more uh, successful. And like I said, the the concept is we all kind of satellite around Apple. Mm -hmm. Apple doesn't share a whole lot of business information with us. So Macworld is a good place where everybody comes anyway. We should be helping to make those conversations more productive. And that's what the industry forum is all about.
0: Got it. Now, there's also a Macworld live stage on the show floor that's open to the public. And what's that about?
1: So Macworld Live Stage is a partnership between us, IDG World Expo, who is the organizers of Macworld 2011, and with uh, Mac Publishing, who is our sister company at IDG, who puts out the magazine and the website. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting because uh, the, the magazine is doing about half the content um, and then – We've worked with various organizations to provide half the content. Um, A lot of very popular podcasters will be doing live shows from the stage. There'll be a couple of um, exhibitors doing specialized product demonstrations from the stage. And, you know, we've been working with Macworld Magazine. There's a lot of interesting content that the editors of Macworld Magazine will be putting together. And I think you know a little about that.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm actually producing that half of um, of the stage. So... We do have some good stuff coming up. Um, I'm going to be talking to Bill Wicking, who's also going to be on your Wednesday presentation, I think.
1: Absolutely. He's talking about about, um, doing eco-friendly computing.
0: Right. So we'll talk about green technology and also education because he's an educator. Um, We're going to have various panels. Phil Michaels is going to be doing uh, Macworld's Pundit Showdown Live, which is always a hoot. And uh, we actually may drag Kyle out there as well and um, have him take requests from the audience, which is basically bring your broken stuff to the presentation and uh, we'll put him on the spot and see if he can fix it, or at least one of his people can fix it.
1: I, I think this stuff is great because, again, this adds to that content-rich environment on the show floor. All of this stuff is free once you get into the expo. There's no extra charge to go to the Macworld live stage. And it really, you know, A, it's, it's a nice way to get a break from walking the booth every once in a while, but the content is really, really good. I mean, really useful stuff that kind of goes deeper than what you can read online or read in a magazine.
0: Right. So what does it cost to get on the show floor?
1: Well, right now, tickets are $25 Mm -hmm. to get onto the expo floor, and you can get them from www.macworldexpo.com.
0: Okay. And again, it starts next week. The show floor opens on Thursday, and it runs through Saturday. So if you're at work and you can't make it Thursday or Friday, or you're in school, or you want to bring your kids, you can do it Saturday. That's right. All right. So uh, you've mentioned where people can go for more information. So I will say thank you as always, Paul. And I look forward to seeing you next week.
1: Well, we look forward to being with you guys again. It's going to be a really interesting expo this year. All this move to mobile, um, all the new exhibitors, all the new conference content. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Great. Oh, by the way, Macworld 2012?
1: Absolutely. We're already starting to plan on it. Nothing formal announced with you quite yet. But um, we've got some new things that we're starting to work on to give people more of an opportunity to get involved with Macworld.
0: Terrific. Thanks very much, Paul. Talk to you soon. I just wanted to add one additional note, and that is the Macworld live stage will be streaming its content, both audio and video, out to the web. So if you can't make it to Macworld Expo, check out macworld.com and macworldexpo.com, and we'll have details about where you can catch those streams. And that wraps up this edition of the Macworld Podcast. I'd like to thank Paul Kent and, of course, you for listening. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to drop us a line at podcast at macworld.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 415-520-9761. This is Chris Breen reminding you that you can find more Apple, macOS, iOS, and technology news views and information at macworld.com. Thanks very much for listening. See you around.